someone that I had physical interaction with, uh, not physical interaction, but at least it was like shoulder to shoulder oh. with. Sex. Um, <laughs> Grapples to Apples, the podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to whether or not you've had your jelly donuts, because it's Hanukkah time, baby! That's right. Happy Hanukkah to all of our lovely Jewish listeners, our families, and friends. As it started yesterday, jelly donuts all the way around. Got mine. Oh, yeah. I've had, I had three, yes. I scarfed down like three yesterday. <laughs> um... And then Amanda brought me one today, which I don't know where it's at. And thank God, it's late. <laughs> and the last thing I need is powdered uh, sugar on my face before I go to bed. Bro, the the good and the bad of like being friendly with so many of my Jewish customers is they just they just bring in donuts. There's all the time. It's like, oh, here's some donuts. Happy Hanukkah. And I'm like, great. I'm totally here. About to be diabetic. Yeah, it's like, hey, Thanks for the penis. I, I, I started dieting last week. Great. I'm just going to pound back all these donuts and undo a week and a half's work of dieting. Awesome. Let's undo the last month in 30 seconds. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, all jokes aside, seriously, happy Hanukkah to all of our Jewish friends, families, and listeners. Um, but... As much as it is a lovely festive time of year, it's also a wrestling time of year. And that's what we're here to talk about on Grapples to Apples and SoundCloud.com. Slash Grapples to Apples. That's Grapples to number two apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Podcasts. You got Apple Podcasts. You got iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening, folks, as long as you're listening. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be. Because maybe that's who I is. And I'm joined remotely by my hetero life mate. Tell him who you are, buddy. Uh, the very sensual, the very doid, Mr. Sunglasses at night himself, your boy, the general, your champion, Shades. So, folks, Shades, everyone around, we've got some wrestling to talk about. We had the big explosion last week and the fallout. This week, on both Impact Wrestling and Dynamite, we have the crowning of the World Tag Cup, the best of the Super Juniors. We've got some wrestlers that are be taking off of the show at Ring of Honor. We have some babies being made, or being born, rather, I guess. We've got oh no, there's being made also. Oh man, that's ain't that the truth? We've got some injury reports and an unfortunate passing for someone who's in the hearts of both wrestling fans and just movies in general. But before we get into all of that or any of that, I need you to do me a favor, Shades. Just, just one little thing. For, for As my Hanukkah miracle, please do me a favor. What do you need? Ring that bell. So first things first. So we talk about the big news from last week where Kenny Omega became – the impact or I mean the, I'm sorry <laughs> foreshadowing um, where Kenny Omega became the AEW world champion ran off with Don Callis and said that they're going to appear on impact wrestling this Tuesday. Well, Tuesday passed. <clears throat> they were on impact. They cut their promo. Then they were on dynamite, cut another promo. Basically what it boils down to is Kenny wants to be draped in gold. He wants to monopolize all the top titles in professional wrestling. Now, Shades, we talked about the possibilities last week. We talked about the doors that could be opened after the impact and and after this whole thing happened. This implies that they're trying to open more doors. A, how dope... And B, how possible do you think this is? Uh, let's let me backtrack a little bit because I have like a bone to pick with that whole Kenny Omega on Impact. 
They advertise it. We wait a, uh, almost a week. We watch Impact for two hours. The bus pulls up in the beginning. Nothing for two hours. And then the last five minutes, that's when they go to the Kenny Omega uh, interview with Don Callis and Josh Matthews. Fine. Whatever. As Thrill stated before, Kenny wants to monopolize the belts. He says that uh, as a kid growing up, he was collecting comic books. And, you know, as he got older, he's like, you know, I I collected Spider-Man number one or X-Men number one. And that's the AEW championship. And I collected Superman. And that's the AAA uh, world championship. Maybe I want the Impact world championship. And, you know, so on and so on. And I'm just like, okay. Kenny trying to monopolize the belts is great, is a great idea. But Impact made Kenny out to be bigger than their entire company on Tuesday. Um, Scott Damore was, was so. What's the word that I'm looking for? Uh, preoccupied with Kenny that the the entire show he didn't care for. Rich Swan, who is the Impact World Champion, is trying to get to the parking lot to leave in his ring gear, mind you, which is moronic. Like no one's driving in trunks. I'm sorry. Um, they're like, "Are you on the list?" It's like, yeah. I'm, of course, I'm on the list. I'm the Impact World Champion. I have the, shoulder, you know, I have the belt on my shoulder. It was, what's your name? Rich Swan. Nope, you're not on the list. So, what do you mean I'm not on the list? W- what list? It's like, oh, Kenny Omega and Don Callis is out there. It's like, you're not on the list. You can't go. It's like, this is your world champion. How are you treating your world champion like this? Mm. You're making the AEW championship feel more important than your own championship? That's a slap in the face. Hmm. That's an absolute slap in the face. I was just like, how dare you impact make your world champion feel less than? Hmm. Okay. So, so uh, I mean, Josh Matthews I mean, I... comes by and he gets to go by there because he's interviewing Kenny Omega. It's like what? What? What the hell? So yeah, that 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 infuriated me. I saw I saw you mention this, you know, privately slash publicly on Facebook. Um, on the and book, I was kind of on, on that book, bro. Um, and it's funny, like I've I've been contemplating my position in relation to yours. And I still don't know where I stand on it. Cause I get your point. I totally get your point. Impact wrestling should be treating their performers like they're worth a damn, you know, especially their top champion. I get it. But at the same time, if you're trying to, to get across this idea that Kenny is, this big deal, right? If you want it, if you want him to be going to impact to feel like a big deal, then he has to feel like a big deal, right? If the whole point of him going to impact for impact, at least is to increase ratings, which let's, let's be real. That's what this is, right? Impact agrees to this because they know to bring them ratings. AEW does this because there's relationships there and they can only benefit from being able to, you know, use each other's wrestlers. Um, if you act like Rich Swan or anybody else is above Kenny, then why should anybody care that Kenny's there? I agree but you still have to make your champion feel important. I agree. You don't feel 100%. make him feel less than. Okay. Yeah. 
I feel that. I feel that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know where I stand because I 100% agree with you. Like, if I was Rich Swan, I would feel a whole different kind of way. Like, why put the belt on me and, like, make me your top guy if you're going to treat me like a redheaded stepchild just because this guy's over here? I they could have. They could have done something like um, Rich Swan's like, Come on, man. You know it, it, it's me. I'm Rich Swan, man. I'm like, you know, I'm a world champion. You know, I, I come through here every, you know, every Tuesday night after the show. Yeah. It's like, and the guy can be like, I'm sorry, uh, Mr. Swan, but uh, Mr. Demore told me not to let anybody buy here that's not on the list, and so, something like that. Like, mm-hmm. don't just, nope, you're not on the list. You're not yeah. important. Sorry. Yeah. Like that's what I got. No, from him, I'm just you're like, right. You're right. If they, you know what, probably, I mean, what should have, what would have been more effective is if they established that Rich Swan is a big deal within their world, and then having Kenny be surrounded within his own bubble. So, like, if you, let's say, if you see Rich Swan backstage being treated like gold, and then he comes across a hired security of Kenny Omega. And he's a jerk to Rich Swan. Well, then it's not that Rich Swan isn't relevant. It's just that he's being scumbag because of Kenny's entourage. Mm-hmm. That makes sense because then you still are showing that you know Rich Swan is important, but it just happens to be that Kenny Omega is blocking himself off. So that I think that could work in a way that makes Kenny feel like a big deal, but doesn't degrade Rich Swan. But I don't know. I mean. I think this also goes back to what you and I have been criticizing about Impact for a while now, is mm-hmm. does Rich Swan feel like a big deal? He doesn't. And and they he has a match this weekend at Final Resolution, and it's like, why should I care about that now? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That their main event scene is just it's it fell apart when Tessa left. They set it up not just because Tessa left. But, like, the whole scene fell apart around the same time. Brian Cage left. Um, They built up the feud with Sammy Callahan. So Sammy Callahan, like, they moved him away from the men event scene for Tessa. And then Tessa dips. And so now you kind of can't backtrack. And then, you know, like I said, uh, Brian Cage leaves. So your whole main event scene fell apart in the bat of an eye. Um, I still think there's potential in people like Moose to be their top guy. But when your main event scene doesn't feel legit, it's easier to do something like this. You can't do like you can never realistically do that with Roman Reigns or Drew McIntyre. No, I mean you, they WWE did it perfectly, where Roman didn't really downplay the world like Drew McIntyre's world championship, but he's just like that his belt is more important because it's on. His shoulders. Yeah, he's not taking. They did that perfectly. I'm not taking anything away from you, Drew. You have all the tools, but as 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 um, Paul says, you're you're the right guy at the right place at the wrong time. Um, yeah, that line is just perfect. By the way, like it's one of those things that stuck out. I don't think it's going anywhere. But yeah, Yeah. but that's what I'm saying. Like. I think even if they tried to play this whole relegating thing, if they if you took that exact that exact thing where they did with Rich Swan and substituted it with Roman or Drew, we wouldn't buy it. It wouldn't make sense mm-hmm. because we know that they're big deals because they feel like big deals. We know that these are top guys. You know, um, Rich Swan just doesn't feel that way. So we believe that he can be treated like a stepchild. And so we feel that way. And that makes a lot of sense. You know, perception is a lot of everything. If you're perceived in the great in the in the greater eye of the public as like, you know, a two-bit nobody, you can dress him up and polish him off, but at the end of the day, people are still gonna look at him as just a shinier version of a two-bit nobody. Yeah. And that's the problem with the main event scene and with Bushwan in general. He's not a believable top guy. Uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to correct it at all this weekend either because he's only facing Chris Bay. Um, but back to like Kenny, is it is it 
conceivable that Kenny does win the Impact World Championship, you know, and starts to my my thing is unless you're wearing the belts, it doesn't matter. Mhm. Mhm. You can have all these belts, but unless you're wearing them to the ring, I don't care. You can say you have this, you can say you have that, but seeing is believing. He's been the uh, Triple H champion for over a year. He's never come out to the to to the ring with it. Didn't he once? Didn't he wear it once uh, to the ring? Because it was for the the, the belt was on the line against uh, right, Sammy right, Guevara. Right, 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 right. Other than that, you don't see the belt. Yeah. And now this this complicates things for their 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 big pay per view before the end of the year. Or has it passed already? I'm not. I don't remember. Oh, Triple Mania. Yeah. Hold on. No, I think it's next week, isn't it? It's Triple Mania. Kenny now needs to retain. Because if not, then what is this storyline they're doing? Yeah. Because uh, he named that belt specifically. Oh, it's this weekend. It's this weekend. Okay. Is so, as I said, he needs – it's almost a guarantee he has to retain because if not, then his his monologue on Tuesday is moot. Yeah, no, you're 100% right. Because I was going to say, he has two titles now, right? Even if he shows up on TV, like you said, if he has to show up on TV with them, though, even if he shows up on TV carrying just those two titles – it means something. It feels important. A double champion of any kind feels like a bigger deal than just a single champion. So mm-hmm. if he starts walking around touting both the AEW world champion and the AAA mega champion, and then you cut that promo about becoming the Impact world champion, then you have a lot more gravitas. Um, mm-hmm. Who's he fighting? Who's he fighting? Oh, let me see. I forget who his match is against this uh, tomorrow. Laredo Kid. Oh man. Uh, oh man. I can. I mean, I can imagine that Triple A would rather have someone based in Mexico be their champion right now. Uh, mm-hmm. so only for pandemic reasons. Oh man. Um but if they keep the belt on Kenny and Kenny's doing his um uh world tour of the mm-hmm. the wrestling business mm-hmm. that that puts eyes on your company also. 100%. That's why I'm I'm man. Yeah, I think if they're smart they keep it on Kenny. If they're smart tomorrow night on on uh, Triple Mania, I think Kenny has to show up with Don Callis and he's got to show up with the AEW championship. Both belts, yeah. He shows up with both belts with Don Callis. He has to win by heel tactics, walk out getting booed, and no, then... he does. He can still like a low blow into the one wing angel. Yeah, exactly. Like right, 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 right. That's what I mean. Yeah, something like that. You know, uh, a ref distraction to a one wing angel, something like that. You know, um, he has to, some sort of nefarious means have to be at play here where. Or like Don Callis distracts the ref, and then he does something and, and into the one winged angel for the pin. Um, but yeah, I think he's got to walk out with the the mega championship, and then if he wins the impact championship off of Rich Swan, ooh, or Chris Bay, ooh, really? You think so? It's possible. I mean, we don't know what direction Impact's doing right now. Yeah, you're right. Um, either way, and either, either, either way, whoever either he takes it those, that match is going to be phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, but I think he needs to, even if it's for like just a month. If Kenny carries all three of those titles on TV, that's big. I mean, uh, Impact Wrestling had their highest viewership on Twitch. This past week. Yeah. I because of just the name Kenny Omega. Yeah. 
they he was on for the last five minutes of the show, mm-hmm. and they had forty thousand concurrent viewers. Mm-hmm. I think I read somewhere today that they hit two hundred and twenty thousand, which is mm-hmm. one of their highest since moving to Access. I mean, it's big. It's a so, big deal. It's a big deal. I mean, you watched it. Well, I kind of had it on the background. I was playing Madden online. Yeah, but the Xbox. point is, like, when was the last time you watched an episode of Impact Wrestling? AJ Styles was still there. Exactly. And if I wasn't stuck at my flipping job, I would have watched it too. Um, so, yeah, but but, it, but the thing with Impact was like this episode felt like a chore. I only mm. watched it for Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. and now because I didn't enjoy any of last week's episode. I'm just going to catch the highlights on YouTube. I'm not even going to tune into Impact. Mm. That's disappointing. I've, I always root for Impact. Um, I didn't watch the episode, so I have no idea. I don't know if it was good or bad. They actually played. They aired the. Um, they uploaded the entire episode on their YouTube channel, so I'm planning to watch it at some point this weekend, hopefully. Um, but. It's fun. Like when this happened, I was excited for Impact. I was like, "Oh, awesome! This will get them some eyes. This will help, you know, Impact." I'm always rooting for them. You know, I I compliment them as much as I can here on the show. And then you came back with like, "Man, this episode sucks," and I was like, "Oh, that's disappointing. That's disappointing." But um, what I what I think is interesting is the possibility of a rise and a fall. Of the of the new Kenny Omega character, and who is gonna get built by beating him? Because in in a perfect world where all wrestling promotions are happy to to work together, mm-hmm. you put as many belts on Kenny Omega as humanly possible, and then he has to run into the brick wall who gives him the first L and he drops all the titles one after the other and a downward spiral that humbles him. You know who's that that is? Who? Kazuchika Okada? It's his kryptonite. Kazuchika Okada. I would bro, if that were the story, I would I would probably would shed literal tears of the beauty of it all. But the the problem with that is you have to then knock down all of the top champions of all these promotions, at least for a time being, on the way up. You know, okay, so he has the AEW, he has the triple A, right? So if all goes to plan, he's going to take it off of Rich Swan. So now Rich Swan's stock takes a hit. Then he's going to go to Ring of Honor and take it off of... Roosh. No, did Roosh drop it already? No. I could have sworn Roosh just dropped it. All right. Keep talking. I'll um, look it up. Okay. Um, then he has to take it off of the Ring of Honor world champion, whoever that is at the time being. So that person is going to take a hit. And Ring of Honor yeah, is Roosh. Okay. Roosh. Um, I don't know that Ring of Honor can afford their top champion being knocked down a peg. And then he has to go over to... NWA, and maybe that's the stop. Maybe, you know, that was my first thought. Maybe Nick Aldis is the guy who stops him. That would be huge for NWA, but no. But if we t- So he takes it off of Nick Aldis. That's a, that's, I think he'll be fine. But that's not a good look for Ring of Honor or for Rich Swan for them to drop their respective titles on the way to Kenny's ascension before he gets stopped by Kazuchika Okada. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, and and furthermore, for Kenny and the Okada thing to really work, I think Kenny's got to take it off of Naito first. I think Kenny takes it mm-hmm. off of Naito, mm-hmm. and then Okada Mm-mm. has to, you know, he's the one who takes it back for New Japan. Mm-mm. Kenny takes it off of Jay White. Mm, okay. Mm, okay, 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 okay. I can I can definitely see the storyline from Kenny's perspective. Mm-hmm. He shows up to New Japan, sees Jay White as the top champion, and just laughs in his face. This is who they got to try and replace me. 
Ha. This please. is this is the Bullet Club now. Yeah, exactly. This this is supposed to be the new Kenny Omega. Please. You know, like just completely belittling him. Um but again, so then that's another thing. That's another person whose stock takes a hit on the way to Kenny's climb. Now, if everyone's on board for this, this could be the biggest storyline in professional wrestling outside of WWE ever. And can make mm-hmm. Kenny the biggest star that wrestling has ever seen outside of, you know, a John Cena, Hulk Hogan, Rock Stone Cold. Um, it would be massive. It would be massive for Kenny, for AEW. It would put eyes on all these promotions, but you you run the risk of hurting some of your top guys along the way. So I don't know. Do you mm-hmm. if, think about So like if you're Billy Corgan, do you do this? Do you agree to this? If if you're the owner of if you're if you're Sinclair Properties, do you do you agree to this? If you're, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Um, I I don't know. It's it's rough because it it helps. All right, so who's the bigger name, right? Out of your champions, out of the companies that you've named. I think Naito is bigger in Japan than Kenny Omega is. But in the States, Kenny Omega is bigger than all of them. Yeah. So you have to cater to the crowd that you're, you know, um, you know, you're, you're viewing to. Yeah. The American fan base. Yeah. Uh, if it benefits the business, I think Corgan would would be okay with having Aldis drop the belt. Mm-hmm. I mean, Serena Deeb is the NWA Women's World Champion, yeah. and she's part of AEW. True. You know, Thunder Rose is a, a better wrestler than than Deeb is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if he didn't trust it or like, you know, uh, I don't know. If he if he didn't have faith in AEW to do the right thing, mm-hmm. he wouldn't have done that. Because mm-hmm. it's not like uh, Thunder Rosa has creative control for that belt. True. Although I think Aldis does. I think Aldis has creative control. Uh, at least partial creative control over the NWA World's uh, Championship. I don't know, man. I mean, look. I mean, all this is willing to do business. Obviously, he dropped it for Cody um, at All In, All Out, All In, All In, All In. I can never remember which one is which. Um, he dropped it to Cody. Granted, it was the perfect Cody Road story. You know, he following in his father's legacy and blah blah blah. And there was no AEW yet, right? It was just like a random indie show as far as anyone's concerned, that was heavily funded by Ring of Honor. Um, so, but we've seen that Nick always is willing to do business. It's not like all this won't drop it. I, just, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be inter- It would be, could you imagine if they, if the, if every promotion that we mentioned, Ring of Honor, Impact, um, New Japan, if they all agreed to this, if somehow, some way, AEW is able to pull this off, could you imagine what that would do for the entire industry? If a year from now, because this has to culminate at a big AEW show or at Wrestle Kingdom, if a year from now, we're talking about Kenny Omega being the top champion of the world, the undisputed champion. And the year that it was for every other promotion, that would be massive. Like, I don't even under, I can't even fathom what that world would look like. Uh, I know what that world would look like. The WWE fanboys coming out. He didn't win the world WWE world champion. He didn't win the universal championship. So he's not the, he hasn't won everything. Yeah, I, got my face. I don't care. I don't know. But I, bro, at that point, 
they don't even matter. I wouldn't even care in the slightest. If Kenny's walking around with the AEW, AAA, Impact, uh, Ring of Honor, and NW, like if he's carrying five top promotion belts and the IWGP six, if he's walking around with six top belts, man, you can WWE yourself. Go somewhere. Go go all the way over there in that corner. Oh, I ain't got you. Got nothing to say to me. And, but but what I'm saying, but also again, further, like this would be great as a story because he's gonna like the climb and then the fall, right? He loses to Okada, and then from there he just he can't get it together. He's in a spiral. He's so frustrated that he lost to to Okada that every title match after that he's in his head and he loses. Mm-hmm. Like and to the point where we get back to square one, it's just Kenny, and the and the W the AEW World Championship, the last one that he has that he holds so dearly, and oh, and then he drops it to Hangman. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that would be so good. Oh my god. <sighs> Oh my god, how can we make this happen? Um Oh my god. I don't know. That would be so good. That would be so good. Wins them all one at a time, drops them all one at a time, and then the last straw, he drops it to hangman. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Let me let me stop. And then it becomes unhinged. Yes, yes. And oh, <laughs> Okay, let's let's move on because like now that's all I want in my life. That's all I want in my life is this story to pan out, and it probably won't. <sighs> anyway, last note on this whole Kenny Omega thing is according to Dave Meltzer, not only is Omega going to appear on this week's Impact, but apparently he's going to be appearing on at least one or more Impact pay per views somewhere down the line. So. Let's see how far this goes, folks. We might we might be at the very beginning of a historic moment in wrestling. We'll see. Moving on. New Japan just finished two of their tournaments, the World Tag Cup and the Best of the Super Juniors. Winner of the World Tag Cup? Well, none other than G.O.D., the Gorillas of Destiny, Tamatanga, and Tangaloa. The winner of the Best of the Super Juniors is none other than the Taking Time Bomb, Hiromu Takahashi. Now, I'm not surprised by Taking Time Bomb winning. I'm interested that G.O.D. won, because it seemed like New Japan was taking the pedal off of G.O.D. for a little bit. So to see them back, you know, winning stuff is cool. And I just saw uh, something on, on Facebook, which I know you saw also, that showed the Bucks as champs. It showed these boys winning the this tournament, the, mm-hmm. the Good Brothers, the Impact Tag Champs. Um, what was the other one? The Bucks. It was Bucks, the Good Brothers, the... Um, G-O-D. G-O-D and the bottom left-hand corner. Who am I missing? That's it. It was four. No, it was three. Okay, anyway. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Oh, okay. Could have sworn it was four. Anyway, but yeah. And, and let's not forget that Kenny, again, is the world champion over at AEW and AAA. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is three. Wow, I'm a spaz. I could have sworn it was four. Um, so, anyway, Bullet Club just reigning supreme everywhere. At least one version of the Bullet Club. And Balor's still the NXT World Champion. Balor's the NXT World Champion. Jay White's challenging for the uh, the Gold Rush uh, next month. AJ's challenging for the, the WWE Championship on In next, next week's week, pay-per-view. Yeah. 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 But even even without those two, where we stand right now, 
the Bullet Club faction, either new or old, just they're just draped in gold, baby. Draped in gold, baby. Um, last bit of news is um some some unfortunate news for Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is having their final battle pay per view, and in a pre travel COVID testing, Bandito, EC3, Flamita, and Kenny King have all been taken off the show, presumably being tested positive for COVID. That stinks, because three out of those four performers are definitely high-profile guys in Ring of Honor right now. Mm -hmm. So that sucks for them. Um, Especially, like, you got to think, man, Ring of Honor, like, of all the promotions, they're the ones who stayed off of TV and who stayed out of the ring the longest. They still get bit by the COVID bug, and that sucks. Well, what are you going to do? Uh, not, there's nothing you can do, man. Yeah. We're all suffering. It's just, it's people are still getting it, man. It's 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 an unfortunate situation. Yep. And, like, it's, it's getting closer and closer. Like, more people that I know are coming across people that they know who are getting the, the, the virus, you know? Like, the, the degrees of separation is slow. It, it, it's starting to to decrease to an alarming rate. Like I just got tested a few weeks ago for the second time because someone that I had physical interaction with, uh, not physical interaction, with, but at least it was like shoulder to shoulder with sex. Um, <laughs> 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 that would make my job very different. <laughs> anyway, uh, someone that I I was like shoulder to shoulder with, apparently had contracted the virus, and so I had to get tested. Um, so it's just you know, luckily it came back negative, but it's just you know it's we're in the second wave. We all knew it was going to happen, and people denied it and tried to pretend <laughs> like it wasn't a thing. But here we are. A oh, second wave, man. I feel like we haven't even got out of the first one yet, man. Yeah. We, we had that, what, like, one month span where it was like, oh, man, my, our numbers birthday. are looking great. And then it was, uh, like, it was August. Yeah. It was, it was like it was like late July until August. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, man, everything's getting better. And then they started sending kids to school and people mm-hmm. thought that they can start indoor dining again. And it was like, uh, you know what, let's, let's move on because, boy, yeah, I could go on for hours. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's going to wrap up the news outside of the WWE. But there is that giant promotion that rules the world, which is WWE. So, Shays, tell us what's going on over there. So, to start off the week, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins expected their, were expecting their first child. And that child has now arrived. Uh, they gave birth to a beautiful baby girl. Uh, they posted it on Instagram. Uh, the baby holding Becky's finger. And a pinky promise, and Seth holding the baby and and Becky's hand. So, like, oh man, that's mad cute. I can't like um, contain the excitement, especially so because a lot of people I know have become new parents. Um, people that I know are becoming parents again. Uh, I can't wait to become a parent. Uh, so I'll just have my chameleon and my bulldog. <laughs> <for now. laughs> Sarah Logan and Eric of the Viking Experience, the Viking Raiders, um, they took baby pictures in their full Viking regalia, their oh, that's Viking adorable. garb. That's adorable. And Sarah Logan sporting some primo side boob. I was like, all right, man. <laughs> I was like, way to go, Sarah Logan. <laughs> um. News coming from NXT TakeOver War Games. We have an injury. Candice LeRae suffers a broken arm during the War Games match. Um, now, I don't know when this actually happened, but I have an idea of when it happened. 
I was ranting about it on Sunday. I, Shotzi Blackheart is greener than her hair. She shouldn't have been in this match. But this was kind of LeRae's fault also, where she's... Uh, there's a spot where LeRae's prone on the ground. Uh, Shotzi's on the ladder, and LeRae grabs a chair to, like... I, I don't know, stop Shotzi from falling on her, but... You know... I guess she's holding the chair up still, and that is where she broke her arm. I'm not confirming that. It's just speculation. Yeah. I mean, that's that's so. what I'm hearing also, that that's where it came from. And like mm-hmm. you said, there's a lot of confusion as to what was the point of that spot? Was it supposed yes. to be her protecting herself? Which doesn't make any sense, because if you have the wherewithal to grab a chair and put it on your person, why not just roll out of the way? way. Yeah. Or was it someone was supposed to put that chair there and they forgot and Candace just had to cover their behind and put the chair on herself quickly? I no idea. Don't know the purpose of the sure Shotzi was supposed to put the chair on her and then climb the ladder and she didn't. I mean, I can see that. I can see that. And Candace, you know, being the pro, being like, oh, crud, let me grab this, this chair real quick. Although, to be honest... That kind of was on camera when she grabbed it. It looks silly. Yeah. And I feel like that's one of those things where, like, Candace has a lot of in-ring experience outside of WWE. But I think this is one of those things where, like, even more experience will tell you it's not worth it. If they forgot the chair, just just do it without the chair. Mm-hmm. Um, so for whatever reason, whether the spot was self-defense, which is a dumb spot, or if it was someone forgot it and she went to go save their butt, that's just a dumb move. Um, so, like you said, it's part Shotzi's fault, part Candace's fault. But it's just, I don't understand the point of it. And we get a broken arm on a really good professional wrestler out of it, which is so dumb. Yeah. I mean, right now, they're they're building uh, Raquel Gonzalez uh, on this past week's, uh, I was going to call it Impact, uh, NXT. <laughs> she, her and Ember Moon put on a burner. They were It was a really good match. Really? Yeah. Um, on the bump, WWE show, Goldberg says that Roman Reigns is next. Oh, God. Moving on. <laughs> I really... Um, I, this, I, I don't care. I don't... The, it was supposed to happen <clears throat> at Mania. It didn't. Fine. I don't need this. I don't need, I don't need what, why Vince I, can't let stuff go. Like, okay, we were supposed to get this. It didn't work out. What Roman is doing now is so much better. Leave it alone. Like, Did you hear their potential plans for WrestleMania? No. I try to stay away from that uh, stuff. This is uh, just, again, rumor mill stuff. Yeah. But... Triple threat match, WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre versus Keith Lee versus a returning Brock Lesnar. Woo! Beef. <sighs> yeah, but then Brock wins lol. Like No, I think I think we get Keith Lee to win. Well, that's interesting because I just I've been reading all day. I, I'm, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get okay, to it. Okay, I'm going to okay, get to it. Okay, I got that. Okay, okay. It's not in the news, but I, I got the screenshot of it. Okay. Now that Thrill alluded to it, might as well get straight into that, right? There are a number of WWE talents who have been ordered to work on refining and improving their in-ring skills at the request of WWE management, said to be straight from the mouth of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. PW Insider can confirm that Otis, Keith Lee, Dabo Cato, Dio Madden, and AJ Styles' body... (laughs) I was was so... I was so focused on getting the joke out that I didn't read Bodyguard. So I just said AJ Styles' body. AJ Styles' bodyguard, Edward James Olmos, are... (laughs) No, 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 bro, oh, never mind. Bro, Damn, that was you, dry. Never mind. Bro, when, never you, mind. when you said AJ, my whole body said, I'm sorry? What? <laughs> yeah. uh, AJ's bodyguard, Omos. Edward Omos. Edward James Omos. James Omos. Man, no. 
<laughs> there will be no Selinas in Los Dinos. <laughs> Is it remember the South Park episode where like that movie that he was in? He was trying to teach the kids, and Carmen's like, "How do I reach these keys?" <laughs> How do I reach these kids? Oh, Jiminy! So, um, um, these people. Okay, um, among the conditions that the company have been working with on improving and refining their work inside the ring and those towns taking part in regular workouts at the Performance Center on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Adam Pierce and Drew, Ma- Drew McIntyre, Drew Gulak, were instructors at the said event. Um, also previously reported uh, from PW Insider, um, that despite being drafted to Raw, Dabo Cato and Arturo Ruas mm-hmm. has not yet been utilized as the belief is they need additional seasoning. These workouts are part of the process and have been ongoing in recent months. Ruas has been out of action since injuring his arm while working an NXT bout against Kushida. So this, this kind of concerns me mm-hmm. for Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone else on there, I don't really care about. Almost is just AJ Styles's, you know, which I mean, him getting more reps in makes sense because only eventually he's going to have to do some in-ring work. Yeah. Uh, Dio Madden is, I don't remember his stupid name from uh, Mace, Retribution. Bro, it's Mace. Mace. Mace can't stop, won't stop, right? <laughs> um. <laughs> And Otis is Otis, like uh, whatever. Like if if you were if you weren't big on Otis, why haven't won Money in the Bank in the first place? Mm. Just to break machinery, you could have done that without a Money in the Bank contract. Mm. AJ Styles would have won. But I digress. I just dropped something. <clears throat> Keith Lee being in this list. What more work does he need? So there's a common thread that I've noticed in all the people that you mentioned. These are all, all heavy tech guys. larger fellows. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Dio Madden isn't like a husker, but he's a big dude. Yeah. So what concerns me is that they're teaching them the WWE style of a big, big man wrestling. Which is so annoying because what we love about people like Keith Lee is the physical abilities that he has for a big guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I also don't know what you can do with someone like Otis. It's not like – and no disrespect to Otis, but his in-ring skill set seems to be pretty set. You know, not to mention he's hit his ceiling already. That's it. Yeah. So I'm not sure what the deal is there. Again, everyone else makes sense. Get some seasoning, get some training. Dio Madden has been in the company for like 12,000 years. So, I mean, I guess that sucks. But I'm just, I'm worried about, I'm worried about what it means for Keith Lee. But what I am hopeful in is that it's Drew Gulak who's doing part of the training. Mm Because Gulak's a technical guy. He is a map-based yeah. guy. So if he's there to teach them technical wrestling, I'm cool with that. But if this is, okay, so you're a big man, and this is how big men are supposed to wrestle. If that's what it is, then, oh, man. That's... Um, I have a question. How, how are they learning how to wrestle like big men from two guys who aren't big men. Adam Pierce and yeah. Drew Gulak know nothing right. about big guy wrestling. Right. You have if you wanted to have them do in-ring like work, you have a big show there. You have an Undertaker there. You have a Mark Henry there. Yeah. I mean, you but don't if, have... if they're doing those guys, then you know for sure that that's what they're doing. If if we read this report and it wasn't Gulak, if it was Big show, then we would 100% would be like, oh, 
Well, that's what they're doing. They're teaching them how to be a, a hoss in WWE. But the fact that they you know, have like, kind of gives me some hope. Maybe they're teaching them just how to refine technical wrestling. You know what I would much rather? I'd much rather have Undertaker take Keith Lee under his wing and teach him how to be a big man. Because mm. Undertaker was a big man, but he didn't yeah. act like a big man. Yeah. You know? Yeah. When he had to be a big man, he was a big man, but yeah. Yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I mean, look, like, like I said, I'm hopeful. I'm hoping for the best. What else can I do? You know? I just hope it doesn't mean negative things for Keith Lee. If Keith Lee starts performing like a boring big man wrestler, well, then we know what happened. It'll kill, it'll kill his character. Oh, sure. His whole thing is limitless. You put limits on him, kind of defeats the whole purpose. He's just, just some guy. He's yeah. just less. And the last bit of WWE news is an unfortunate news. Tom Tiny Lister, uh, those of you may, wrestling fans may know him as Zeus in the 1989 wrestling film No Holds Barred with Hulk Hogan. Um, we know him better as Debo from Friday. Yes. Passes away at the age of 62. Um, there is no reports as to what was the cause of death, but it's unfortunate that, you know, y- you lose another... 62 is still young, man. You know, that's yeah. only 30 years away from where we're at, you know? Um, yeah, right? Uh, so it's, it's, it's an unfortunate, like... It's unfortunate, but the memes are rolling in. It's like he got to he get he gets to heaven, and then Angel lost his crown, and he's just like, "This is my crown now." It's like uh, the, the memes are rolling in. Just, yeah. um, just, just look up, you know, Debo memes. <laughs> Debo. You're in, you're in for a good laugh. Yeah. But yeah, our uh, condolences go out to his family and uh, everyone that he's touched. For sure. Absolutely. But that. That is the WWE news. I felt we spent a lot of time on the news this week, as usual. Yeah. I mean, is there anything else really worth talking about? Like, I, I can't, I can't say much. I kind of dropped. I, I've been having a crazy week at work, so I can't. I'm not gonna fake the funk and pretend like I watched SmackDown or Raw. Um, oh yeah, it's it's been crazy for both of our jobs but the fact that we can still come here and give you guys the news and an hour worth of product says a lot you know the dedication that you and i have i'm saying i just want to um i just want to shout out one guy one one gentleman but he goes by the name of tommy boy one half of the suburban brothers that heartfelt post that he posted about grapples to apples and yours truly being uh, bringing honor to the Grapples Apples Championship, you know. Brownie and I are going to have a very merry Christmas and a happy New Year because of that one man. Thank you, Tommy boy. Adorable, so cute. Wow, sounds like jealousy, envious. Adorable, so cute. Yeah, you know that we've had the Grapple to Apples Championship for seven months. Has it been that long already? Since May 23rd. That was the first crowning of the Grapple to Apples Champion by my fiance, my boo-boo bear. Adorable. And for the majority of... yes. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe that's where you were going with this. It has not left this trio. No. Amanda was the first, right? Yeah. Then I took it off of her, right? Yes. And then you took it off of me. Yes. And that's where we stand. Yes. Okay. Um, I have held the belt for four, almost four months. So I've held the belt pretty good reign for the majority of the life. The Grapples Apples Championship has been around. That's a pretty so good reign, right? Won- 
One would say that I am synonymous with the Grapple Apples Championship. Oh, like, that's... I'm trying to like give you some props that you got to go ahead and ruin it with your arrogance. No, but that's what it is. Like, it's like if the Patriots are winning championships, the Super Bowl is synonymous with the Patriots. You know, I am the Grapple Apples champion. I have been for quite some time. It means I'm synonymous with the Grapple Apples Championship. Like, you think of Grapple Apples Champion, the first thing you shades. You think of shades. And if you don't, then I don't know what you're thinking about now. Maybe you think of Shades. <sighs> they hate us because they ain't us. <laughs> oh, gosh. <sighs> well, congratulations on holding it officially, unofficially, until at least, the very least, until the new year. So, good. Now, this, see, this is how you book prestige to a championship you don't go hot potatoing a title everywhere guys folks this is how you do it this is a little intentional you think we don't book this stuff we don't book this stuff i'm sorry i don't i don't, we don't book any of it. you're gonna have to pry this belt from my cold dead hands we will see sir we shall see So, um, how about some seeds, huh? Pumpkin seeds? Sunflower seeds? Um, I don't know any other Apple seeds. seeds. Apple seeds. Man, that's why you're you. That's why you're the champ. That's I'm the, the captain champ. now. You are the captain now. Because in the world of professional wrestling, there are good seeds. And as... Shade would know there is no bad seeds. Oh, Jiminy. But it all contributes to the tree, to the garden, to the forest. That is professional wrestling. Now, in terms of good seeds, I would I, I can give it to what can be, but that's not fair. So I'm gonna give my good seed to what is and what is you're talking like bizzle right now <laughs> i'm trying bro i'm like how much can i say before i figure out what i'm trying to say um if you if you don't have one i can go first please do mine is easy um it, it tugs on the heartstrings baby the baby yeah. congratulations to becky and seth um uh, this is a baby. You just want to smush its face and like, cuddle it and smell its breath and its legs and arms and hair. <laughs> like my kid's gonna have a phobia from for noses oh after God. I'm done with it. I guess while thrill while thrill is still thinking about it, I have my bad seat as well. Go for it. Go for it. Impact wrestling. Oh. That's it? Does Impact Wrestling? Yes. Damn. So, my good seed is going to go to ratings. AEW has reached almost a million viewers with this week's episode. But not a million, man. (laughs) Impact hit some, some highs with their ratings. So, to me, to have two promotions who had a great ratings week, um, I think that's a, a good side. That's a good sign of things. I think that shows that doing cross-promotional stuff like this can be beneficial to all parties. So, my, my good seed goes to AEW and Impact, their relationship, and both of them reaping the benefits of good ratings this week. Uh, because that, you know, helps professional wrestling in general. My bad seed. Oh, man. Um, okay, so my bad seed is going to go to the Candice LeRae injury. Just because, mm-hmm. A, no matter what the, like, what the purpose of that spot was, whether it was uh, a, a intentionally planned spot as self-defense dumb or if it was Candace trying to save Shotzi dumb 
So she breaks her arm on a dumb spot. And now, again, Candice LeRae is a very good professional wrestler, and she's out of commission for X amount of time because of a broken arm. Dumb, 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 all the way dumb. So that's my bad seed. Um, totally avoidable. Totally avoidable. Okay. But that's going to wrap up our episode this week, guys. Once again, you've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com. slash Grapples Apples. It's Grapples, the number two. Apples, if you don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two. Apples, like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. Man, do we appreciate it. Once again, happy Hanukkah to all of our friends, families, and listeners out there who celebrate the holiday. I've been one of your hosts. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be. That's who I be, baby. That's who I is. Joined remotely by my hetero life. May tell them who you are. I am the women's pet, the men's regret. If you bet against what? things, you made a bad bet. What? The man of the hour, the man with the power. Too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rise to the top. Your boy, the general, your champion, Jades. Yo, you gotta warn people, man. I'm like, I'm like Jericho. I can constantly reinvent myself. Oh, my God. Folks, see, this is why you got to tune in last week, this week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day keeps a bad wrestling away. Peace. Peace and love.